Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory for the opportunity we have to be alive and to be part of the living. We don't take it for granted, Lord. It's your mercies. It's your goodness. It's your grace that has brought us to where we stand. And we say to you, alone be the glory and the honor and the praise. We worship you, Lord. Oh, yes, we worship you, Father. We worship you, Lord Jesus. And we worship you, sweet Holy Spirit. Have your way this morning and let your will be done. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please put your hands together. Give the Lord a shout. And please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Well, before you give your offering and tithe, I want to bring you a little exhortation to guide your giving. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen, amen the men. And amen, the ladies. Amen. All right. So... Turn your Bibles with me if you have one to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. So I'm sharing with you the exhortation, the leisure exhortation I'm sharing with you. The title is Prosperity and Patience. Amen. Tell somebody, prosperity, prosperity. And, patience and patience go together. Hallelujah. You need to know that God's intention for you is to prosper you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, it said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thought of good and not, not and not evil to bring you into an expected end. So God's thought for us is good and not evil. You remember how the Bible, Jesus taught us. He said, if we, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto our children, how much more will your heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit? Amen. Amen. So even we, as human beings, we are not as good as God. And as evil as we are, we have good intentions for our children. 
And Jesus was asking that if we who are not righteous, who are not so good, can have good intentions for our children, how much more God, hallelujah, when you are a child of God, when you are a daughter of God, when you are a son of God, when you belong to the household of God, God's intention and God's purpose and plan for you is to prosper you. And the Bible says this intention and this plan, they are good and not what? Evil. To bring you more than you can imagine. Hallelujah. Amen. But the reason why many of us miss out on the blessings of God, the reason why people who are intended to do well sometimes don't do well is because of impatience. Because we are not patient for what God is cooking for us. Sometimes we are not patient to wait for God to do what he has promised to do for us. And we are not the only ones. Even Jacob, God promised him. He said the, the, the younger one will be uh, uh, greater than the elder. The elder will say, but he was not patient. He wanted to help God. He began by trying to steal the blessings of his brother. Do you understand? He tried to work it out himself. And sometimes that is our story. We are not ready to wait for the appointed time. We are not ready to wait for God to bless us. We want to go ahead of God. So I'm sharing with you prosperity and patience. So in Matthew chapter 13, when you read the verse number 31, Matthew chapter 13 verse 31, is it in your Bible? Okay, can we read it together? One, go. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of master's seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. 32. Which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among help, and becometh a tree, so that the bears of the air lodge in the branches thereof. Amen. Underline that portion. But when it is what? Grown. Bible says that the kingdom of God, God is showing us, in this kingdom, in this kingdom, the kingdom of God, hallelujah, how things are done, there is nothing that's big in this kingdom. Little things are the most important things. Little seed, little uh, uh, word of God, little prayer. These are the things that become. So the kingdom of God is like what? A master seed that a man took and sowed in his field. And Bible said the seed, the master seed is the least of all the seeds. Hallelujah. Is the least. You may be the least. Your work you are doing, the money you have, whatever, may be the least of all. But you see, when you give to God, when you plant your seed, and when you are relating to God, Bible says that give it a time. Hallelujah. Some people, when you pay your tithe and when you give the offering, you want to, um, by the time you go home, everything is sorted out. You come to church, you give the offering, and when you get home, 
Yeah, the fridge should be full. The microwave should be full everywhere. It's like you cannot wait even for God to bless you. But the Bible says that which indeed, go back, yeah, which indeed is the least of the seed, but when what? It is grown. So growth is not instant. Growth, when it is grown, tell somebody you need to grow. And tell another person, you need to allow your seed to grow. You see, some of us, we have some good seeds. We have some good, but we are, we are not patient. We are not patient to allow the seed to grow. That is the reason why we are so worried. You got born again not long ago. You started speaking in tongues. Your mind is changing. Everything about you, God is working, but you want everything instant because of the fast foods that we have. Everything we want to uh, instant, instant prosperity, instant breakthrough, instant even like life. You want to get everything instantly in life. There's nothing like that. It takes time. You see somebody driving a car, so I want to. That is the reason why many people who would have been prosperous become poor. Because when they finish school and they get their first job, the first thing is to buy a car that they cannot afford. To drive a car that somebody has worked 10 years for. But the Bible says that when it is grown, are you there? It is the greatest among her and becometh a tree. So that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Amen. When you give yourself time, when whatever you are doing, whatever education you have, whatever it, God has given you, even the seeds, the tithe, the offering you are giving, give it time. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 That is how come God is showing us this. He said that the kingdom of God is like, so in this kingdom, Whatever you are doing, it will be like a small thing. Like having your quiet time. Like praying. It looks like small, but this same thing will let you become a very great person. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm going to wait till it grows. Hallelujah. If you don't allow it to grow, you are not going to. You may go for the seed. Have you seen a little boy or girl? Who plants a seed and every morning he goes to watch whether they, when they wake up in the morning, <laughs> they go and see whether the seed is growing. They can watch it like even a day, more than five times. They'll go in the morning and sometimes they will pour more water on it. Sometimes they will even dig and take the seed and see whether the seed is growing. You see, why you do like you, the seed will even take longer. Yeah. I don't want to come to the other side. It's like somebody who wants to lose weight. <laughs> if you want to lose weight and every hour you go and stand on the scale, you are going to stop one of these days. You will say that it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Because you were 98 and you are faster, you are not eating, you go and watch, you are still 90, you say, ah, what is happening? All this suffering. Let's see this same scripture in Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8, 
Look at the verse number 15. Quickly. Luke chapter 8, verse 15. Can we read it together? It's talking about a, a, a sower went to sow. But listen to this. Verse number 15. Can we read it together? One go. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, it and bring it forth fruit with it break, you, you see, it's not like you have an evil heart. Even with the honest and a good heart, you are going to bring forth fruits. With what? So we thank God for your good hearts. We thank God for your honesty. But you need patience. Hallelujah. Another scripture says, you have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God. Hallelujah. You have need of patience. Tell somebody you need patience. patience. Tell another person you need patience. patience. You will be prosperous. But you need patience. Hallelujah. Look at uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 36. Can we read it together? One, go. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Hallelujah. So you, you need patience. You have done the right thing. You have done the right thing, but you need patience. Amen. If you don't have patience, you are not going to receive the promise, even though you did the right thing. Hello? That is why babies who are conceived in the womb who don't have patience come as premature babies. It's not yet nine months. No, I want to come. I want to come. I want to come. I'm missing out. I want to come. Then they force. Then they come only to know that it's not time. Now you need to be put in incubator. If you don't take time, tell somebody you need patience. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 12, look at the scripture. Oh, this morning God is giving somebody what it you need to be prosperous genuinely. Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 12. Can we read it together? One go. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through what faith and patience inherit the promise. Amen. If you are going to inherit, even inheritance. Your father wants to give you his inheritance. Your mother wants to give you his inheritance. Don't kill them before they die. <laughs> so I'm the only son. The, the guy is taking time to die. No, you'll be a murderer. Why is the man is old, but he's very strong. He's not dying. You see, when your father sees that he can change your name, he can remove your name from the world, that this guy. It can easily fast track my going home. You need, tell somebody you need patience. I mean, how will you feel if you're a father or a mother and you have inheritance for your children and your children cannot wait for you to die? Oh, can you see that it will be very uh, unfortunate? The good thing is rather becoming a very bad thing. 
So the, the good intention that God has for you, the promises, the inheritance, the blessing, the marriage, you will get married. You will be employed. You will own your own car. You will own your own house. One of these days, you will look at the water bill, the light bill, and your name will be on it. Amen. You did not say amen. I said one of these days, you will not be a tenant any longer. One of these days, you will not be joining my city or uh, Mapella. You are always using Mapella. And it's getting your dresses torn. But one of these days, you are going to come in your own car. You see that you have worn your sunshades. And your, your, your left hand on the, on the window. And you'll be driving and whistling. When you see me, blow the horn, pee -pee, and move the sang so that I can see who I'm, I'm watching. Don't just assume that I will, I will know who it is. Just blow the horn and say, Bishop, it's me. It's me. The time has come. Hallelujah. Through patience, I'm prospering. Hallelujah. This is what made the prodigal son useless. The prodigal son, do you remember? He could not wait. He could not wait for the father to share the inheritance. He said, you know what? You are taking too long to die. So divide your inheritance and give me my portion. And Bible says, not many days after, he took all his inheritance. I'm sure that he went to cash crusaders because I don't know how he was going to carry all the things. He converted his inheritance into cash. And Bible said he traveled into a far country. If you don't have patience, you want to go as far as possible. You don't want to learn the wisdom and the understanding. You don't want the transfer of the knowledge, okay, and the abilities that brought the fortune to your mother, that brought the fortune to your father. You are just interested in what they have. But you are not interested in the wisdom that brought it. That is why when they give you the same inheritance, in no time it will be finished. Because people who don't have patience don't even begin to find out, how did you come to be here? Daddy or mommy, how did you start this company? What is the wisdom be behind this? How have you come to where you are? You are looking for something that is more than money. Hallelujah. But the prodigal son, he said, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And the man divided. Yeah, the younger one of them said, Father, give me the portion of good that followed to me. And he divided his living. If you're a good man, you want to give the portion before the guy kills you. Somebody that you are alive. You are not yet dead. You are not old. He said that, what are the things you are going to give me? It's very dangerous. Okay, so the man gave him. And Bible said, not many days after he went to a far country and he wasted his suffering on riotous living. And there arose uncontrollable sinyazo, a famine, something you cannot control to the extent that nobody gave him to eat. Are you there? When you are late, you can stay at the back. Then you wait. When the activity is going on, then you join. Amen. Hello. 
Tell somebody you need patience. So the prodigal son couldn't wait for the father. He couldn't even wait for he himself to mature. Like you see a young lady, he, she cannot wait for her breast to develop. You've taken something, you are hitting your breast. For what? Wait. God will develop in his soul. You, you, are, you, you, you want to grow instantly. No. No. You are always looking at the mirror and you have not even gotten to a time that you need to put a bra, but you want to, you are hitting yourself with something. Ask the person, are you the one pastor is talking about? <laughs> what a shock, what a shock, what a shock. Amen. Are you here? I see you having patience for God to bless you. Maybe the last scripture is First Peter chapter 5, verse number 10. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Quickly. Yes. Can we read it together? One, go. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Hallelujah. Bible said the God of all grace. God does not lack grace. There is nothing that God lacks. But even the God of all grace, who has called you into this glorious life, says that you are not going to have everything instantly. But after you have what? Suffered a while. If you have not suffered, you are not ready for God to make you perfect. I see God making somebody perfect. You'll be perfect in every sense of the word perfect. Your marriage will be perfect. Amen. Your health will be perfect. But Bible says, after you have suffered a while. That is why those who don't want to suffer don't do well. You go to school to suffer. You learn things. You drink coffee. You stay awake. You'll be learning. You'll be learning. You go to work. You suffer for one month then they will pay you. After you have suffered some time. Hello? That's when these days we are having slave queens. They don't want to suffer. Hey. They want to slay. <laughs> Ask the person, have you suffered yet? Ask the person, what have you suffered? Tell the person, if you have suffered for a while, then you are ready. For God to make you perfect. Hallelujah. It's not easy to learn. That's why, that's why instead of going to work after matric, that they will be paying you 1,005 or 2,005. Go to the university and suffer for four years. Let them keep on earning the 1,005. When you come, after you have learned for a long while, you have suffered. Having break fastless morning and sleepless night. Exam that you rise some, you pass some, you fill some, you raise some. Hey! Then you finish finally after four years. Or instead of four years, you did this six years. Because you failed two times. It's still waited. So when 
you come, you see that an old person is being paid 2,005 and you are being paid 35,000. But they don't know how you have suffered. When you were suffering for six years, they did not know. They are, so some of the people who don't want to suffer, they just say, oh, me, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do this. I don't want, you want quick money, instant money. No. Are you here? That's why most of them, three of them, their salary can be taken from the ATM and share for them. But I pray for everyone here with patience. None of us here, your salary can never be taken from ATM. What you need to earn will be more than the ATM can bring out. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will cause you to be genuinely prosperous. May the Lord, after you have suffered what? May God make you perfect. And may you be what? Established. When we talk about establishment, it means it's not easy to move. Sometimes even where you are staying, it's when you build a, a better place you want. But when you think about movement, you say, no, no, I, I just want to be here. Because the things that you need to move, the things you need, you are so established. There are things that you wouldn't even know that you have it. When you start thinking, when am I going to take this one, move this one, you know what, let me just be here. When you are established, it's very difficult to be moved. Hallelujah. I see God establishing you. He will establish you at your workplace. He will establish you in this life. He will establish you as a rich and prosperous person. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? Yeah. God will not only make you rich, but he will make you wealthy if you are patient. Hallelujah. And what? Strengthen you. He will strengthen you. You need strength in this life. You need financial strength. Some people, your financial muscle is weak. (laughs) Your financial muscle is weak. It cannot do anything. Even your finances cannot take a taxi. It cannot take an in-drive. It cannot take a Uber. Some of us, our financial strength cannot afford three square meals. Are you here? Yeah. You try to eat brunch, breakfast and lunch around. Yeah, so you have a, a brunch that you eat. And after that, the rest is water. And your brunch has a lot of chili in it so that you can drink water the rest of the day. Don't worry. Don't worry. Give God time. Amen. Be patient. You are learning. Be patient. You cannot do your hair. Don't worry. Cut it. Do the natural one. The natural one is also nice. It's very, very even nicer. Don't, don't be in a hurry. Tell somebody, pastor is talking to you in particular. Tell the pastor, I think the pastor has you in mind. Hallelujah. I pray that God will give you financial strength. You will be able to have a party without planning it. Yeah, money will not be a a problem. At the right time. Amen. This missing of Oreos and this thing will stop. You'll be drinking 100% juice. I say 100% juice. 
in the name of Jesus. You'll be working it for a knife. You, you go to a restaurant. You go to a, a boutique. You buy new things. Hallelujah. Yeah. Using old things is going to be the thing of the past. Amen. Are you here? God, he, he will strengthen you. I see God giving you financial strength. Strength. Some people, you see them, if their car have an accident, they can buy a new one now. But the others, if the car get, I mean, accident, even if it affects the frame, hey, we need if people to join them. Body works. We weld it together. I tell you, even if the door is not opening, we hold it like this and we put it there. Because you cannot come out. Don't worry. This is your time now. You are suffering. You are going through. You buy fuel as though buy fuel, touch your run. And when you are driving, you always put in the GS on free. You speed, and then you put it on free. Then it goes, uh, then, then you put it like, you are, you, you are struggling even in the driving. Sometimes, not only the GA, you pull the car off then, so that it will move without the fuel. Then if it is about to hurt, then you put it, you kick it, and boom. So if people are start sitting in your car, every now and then we are shaking. We are shaking, boom, then the car is going. The car is going. Don't worry. Am I preaching to you? I came to encourage you that after a while, you go through all these struggles, go through all this suffering, but I see the Lord making you perfect. He will, he will settle you and he will give you financial strength. Hallelujah. And Bible says he will settle you. He will settle you. That is what I pray for you today in the name of Jesus. So take your offering, take your tithe as you give. I'm praying with you. Mande, Kaba, Hata, Limo, Huta. Father, oh yes, Lord. Prosperity and patience. Prosperity and patience. As we give and as we honor you, we pay our tithe. Lord, you said we have need of patience after we have done the will of God. After we have done the will of God, that we will receive the promise. Now, in the mighty name of Jesus, please take your phone, take your iPad, if you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, take whatever you are watching with. Go to your bank. This is our church account number. Send your tithe straight to the church account. Your reference should be your cell phone number and your name. And somebody will contact you with a very powerful message and the covenant blessing. And your life will not be the same. So lift your offering, lift your tithe, your seed, whatever you are honoring God with this morning. I pray for prosperity with patience. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are not a man to lie, neither a son of man to repent. Whatever you say, come to pass. And whatever you speak, Lord, you fulfill it. I stand on your word and proclaim that, Lord, as we have been sowing, we have been giving, honoring you according to your word. You said we should honor you and see if you will not open the windows of heaven 
and bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Lord, I, I ask that everyone here who has given, who is giving, who has paid the tithe, who is paying the tithe, let your power, let your word and the truth in your word be fulfilled in our specific instances. In the name of Jesus, Lord, how you said it is more blessing to give than to receive. And you said, when we give, you cause men to give back unto us. Press down, shaking together and running over. I declare same over your people. I declare same over everyone who has paid a tithe, who is paying and who will pay. Lord, we declare that your blessings are yea and amen. Bless us with the blessings that make it rich and added no sorrow. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We have been praying and fasting, waiting for your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together and appreciate the goodness of God. The song is an evangelistic song. It's an anakaza song. Work on while you still have the light. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. Are you ready to receive the Word of God? Or are you ready to receive God? Because the Word of God is God. And our pastor is ready, just like the man we read in the Bible, the Anakazo man, who prepared a supper. He is here. He has prepared to talk to you about God, to talk to you and bring the light to your life. Are you ready? If you are ready, with a force, with Biaso, with your Anakazo spirit, put your hands together. Let's welcome our father, our pastor, Bishop Napoleon pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity. We have to be in your presence. Lord, we are because you are. You are the reason for the life we live. You are the purpose for our existence. We could not be here but for your mercies, your grace, and your love. Lord, this morning we humble ourselves before you and we ask that let your word come true to us. Through your word, Lord, heal our minds. Heal our bodies. Restore the joy of our salvation. May we never be the same again. Holy Spirit of God, have your way. And please, let your will be done. We thank you and we bless you. We ask for understanding hearts. May we not be the same by the reason of your word. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. All right. So it's amazing. Can you believe that we are already in the eight months? We've started eight over 12. We are getting closer. Before you notice, it's 12 over 12. 
and 12 over 12 is always 1. Any number over A self is 1. You don't need to calculate it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> what a shock. So last month, by the grace of God, we uh, were studying a very important subject, and the title was Anakazu. How many were here through the Anakazu series? If you are not here, get it. The Anakazu is something that everybody needs, a compelling force, a drive, a spirit that does not allow you to fail. Are you here? That in the face of rejection, in the face of denial, in the face of difficulty, okay, you will rise above whatever it is that is causing you to fail and you succeed. Are you there? So we learned it through the pages of the Bible, Luke chapter 14. But this month is the month of missions. Amen. August is the month of missions. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, are you going to be a missionary? Or you are going to support a missionary? Do you know that Jesus was a missionary? Jesus was not a man. He was God in heaven. And when he was in heaven, he was not even called Jesus. He was called the Word. In 1 John chapter 5, verse number 7, the Bible says, There are three that bear record in heaven. And who were these? The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. In John chapter 1, verse number 14, the Bible says, and the word. And the word. So tell somebody, and the word. And the word became what? Flesh. And he dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. Hmm? Yeah. As the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is the most fantastic, prosperous missionary that we know. That he did not move from two, uh, what do you call it, continents. He came all the way from heaven. He wasn't even a man. In other words, for you to be used by God, you need to make yourself into what you are not today. That is why when Jesus came and he was calling his disciples, one of the things that he said to them is that, come and I will make you to become fishers of men. Hallelujah. That is the whole thing about serving God and pleasing God and doing what God wants you to do. Are you here? You cannot serve God without understanding what God is doing with you. That is why even to do just accounting, uh, uh, auditing, or architecture, you go to school to learn. And even after you've learned, any company that you join, they will take you through, okay, the orientation, how the company is, what they do, the company culture, organization culture, their values, and so that you can fit in. Are you here? Yeah. It is also so with God. If you remember, God told Moses to go to Pharaoh. And what should he say? Say, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. 
He did not say that, let my people go, that the Levite will serve me or the priest will serve me. He said, all of us who God has saved us, anyone who comes out of the Red Sea, anyone who comes out of sin, of oppression, and of the hardship that we were going through in Egypt, when we come out, are you there? When we come out of slavery, when we come out of Egypt, of bondage, of sin, and we come to God, we are redeemed from darkness into the marvelous light. And for one reason, that we will serve God. If you notice, the very creation of man from the beginning, Genesis, God created man to have fellowship. Man was not created to be a businessman, to make money, and he gave all the things that he created to man. But the purpose of man's creation was to have fellowship with God. That is why God will come in the cool of the day. Hello? And have fellowship with Adam. There's a song that will, and he walked with me, and he talked with me. And he walked with, with me, me, and he talked with me, and he tells me I am his own. It's okay. Your voice is nice. That's my wife right there. I have contributed to her voice. I have to reduce my, the quality of my voice so that hers will be nicer. What a shock, what a shock. Are you here? Okay. So, God walked with Adam. He talked with Adam. Can you believe that God learned the names of all the animals from Adam? I say, do you think that God cannot name all the animals? But for fellowship, for fellowship, he comes to converse. He comes to fellowship. And that is the purpose of me and you. So as far as you are not in a place of talking to God, waiting on God, knowing the voice of God, and feeling and communing with God, he has not finished with you. We are not restored from where we fell from. Are you here? Yeah. That is, that is so important. It's so important for every one of us to know God for ourselves. To be able to relate to God. It's your father. It's my father. It's our father. And Jesus taught us that when we even pray, we should say, our father who acts in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallowed be thy name. Amen. It, it should be about your father. Life is not about you. Life is about God. It's about the one who loved you, who created you in the first place. And when he created me and you and something bad happened, he did not leave us for the enemy to destroy us. But he also uh, 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 found a way to come and save us by sending his only begotten son. Amen. So anytime you see a missionary, anytime God sends you to people, you are, you are like a little Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus came as a missionary from heaven. He left his, he did not even take a plane. He had to, the, the, the means of coming took nine good months. He was in the belly of his mother Mary for nine months. 
You can just go to a place within two hours, six hours, 24 hours, you have landed. And when he came, God, the one who created everything, how to live after he was 30 years before he could be of any help to us. Are you here? Yeah, so this month we are talking about missions. We are talking about it's a missions month. Amen. Yeah, and it's time for us. Look, when you look at uh, a church like AFM, you may not know who started it. Was a missionary from the U.S. who came to South Africa, John Jean Lake. He came, lived here, and did the work of God. Are you are you, are you here? When you look at uh, Nigeria, Ghana, oh, there were missionaries from Basel, from different places that were sent, and they died when they came to Africa. One of the things that killed them was malaria. Mosquito bite killed them. They did not have any antidote to it. They died and they sent more, more and more. That's why today Ghana is over 70 uh, something percent Christians. Yeah. So people don't become Christians by, uh, what do you call, osmosis. People change by God sending people. The world would have collapsed, would have been destroyed by now, the way Satan was doing. But God had to send his only begotten son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah, that is why Jesus is our everything. That is why he is the Lord and the Savior. He said, because for, for loving us, he came, he lived just to die. I don't know how you would do that. You are living, and the essence of your living is that you are preparing to die to save people. Wow. So when it comes to us, who we are doing, whatever it, we are doing in our life, you are a teacher, you are an accountant, you are a plumber, a carpenter, a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever you are. And you are supposed to serve God in addition. I don't think that you should be angry at all. Hello? You, you, you do whatever you are doing, but you need to understand the purpose of life itself. Amen? Amen. And this is what this month is about. So that you, yourself, you can, even if you are not going to go to uh, Indonesia as a missionary, if you are not going to go to China, if you are not going to go to where? Mention some of the countries. Nigeria or Turkey or China, Qatar or Greece. If you are not going to go there because you don't want to lose touch with your pap. You understand? Those places don't have pap and saza. You want to be where you are. Still, you can serve God in a certain way. You can also allow God to use you. There are certain people who will never go to heaven. Without your help and without your input, will go to heaven because of you. Amen. Hallelujah. In this month of uh, missions, the missions month, everybody must have a, an aim that through your life, somebody should go to heaven. Oh, I did not hear your loudest amen. amen. That through your life, somebody's life must be better. And you need to understand that life is not about you, it's about God. The one who loved you and saved you. Amen. Amen. Are you here? 
So this um, morning, I'm sharing something very small with you. And we'll be out of here. Amen. So uh, the book I'll be sharing from is how you can make full proof of your ministry. Okay. And today I'm sharing with you, seeking out the mystery of the will of God. Seeking out the mystery of the will of God. Amen. Let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. I'm, I am sure everybody knows it. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. What does the Bible say? One go. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Is it talking about you? Does it look like you are the one the Bible is talking about? Say, so if anyone be in Christ, when you come to Christ, you come to Jesus Christ and you get born again. Bible says that you are a new creature. All the old things, whatever we did in the past, is passed away. It's passed and <laughs> like, like um, one man was saying that when when uh, his friend said that, oh, the person has passed away. It doesn't mean he's dead. Do, do you understand? <laughs> he said, somebody, uh, I mean, oh, have you seen my friend? So he's passed away. It's like, he, <laughs> yeah, he passed. <laughs> but the word pass away means to die. But he did not mean that the person is dead. So as I was talking, that's what came to my mind. That if any man be in Christ, it's not pass away. <laughs> the old things has passed away. Do you understand? Yeah, so the old things are dead. All things have become new. Amen. Amen. So the next time somebody has a view, he says, oh, he passed here. But don't add it away. It may mean something else. <laughs> Hello? Are you here? So let's go to verse number 18. Verse number 18. Bible says, And all things are of God, who has sought reconciled us uh -huh, by Jesus Christ and has given to who? Has given to? Does it include you? Are you sure? You are very sure. Has given to us what? So when you are born again, Bible says that it includes you. We are given a ministry of reconciliation. And what is the ministry of reconciliation? Can we continue? To with that God was in Christ. Can we read it together? Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. The last one. Now then we are ambassadors of Christ. As though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Maybe we should uh, read it from the NLT so you understand. Bible says that if you are born again, all the old things have passed away. All things have become new. 
and he says that God has given us a ministry. Everyone, everyone, including you. Whether you think of it or not, God is telling you that he has given all of us the ministry of reconciliation. And what is the ministry of reconciliation? He said, if you like it, you have been made an ambassador or ambassador, depending on where you went to school and the shape of your mouth. <laughs> you have become an ambassador or ambassador of Jesus Christ to reconcile the world, the unbelievers, the people we are criticizing, we are calling them thieves and scholars, fornicators and prostitutes. Not knowing that it is our work. Not knowing that we are the reason why they are still not in Christ. So instead of pointing fingers, point at you and say that I have not done my work. Tell somebody, tell somebody, Charlie, we have not done our work. Can we read it from NLT? One go. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. 18. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. Hallelujah. If the Bible is just underlined, that portion that God has given us this task. What is the task? Reconciling people. That is what Jesus came to do as a missionary. And we also, anyone who is born again, who is in Christ, is a new person. The old life is gone and new life has begun. And God has given us this task that we should reconcile mm, to him. Verse number 19. For, for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And he has... This wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So everyone, every one of us, this month you go around, you need to tell people, come back to God. Come back to God. Come back to God. That is the message of reconciliation. That people should make it right with God. Amen. And this ministry, okay, this ministry of reconciliation is not for few. It's not for pastors. It's not for bishops. It's not for the Pope. It's not for reverend ministers. It's not only for missionaries. It's for everyone who is in Christ. It's for everyone who is born again. Hallelujah. So if you got born again and we did not tell you that you have a ministry called the Ministry of Reconciliation, I am sorry. Forgive me, I'm telling you that every one of us, when you got born again, you were given a ministry called the Ministry of Reconciliation. To be an ambassador, a representative of God, a minister of Christ, to go to everywhere and to tell anyone that you find that they should come back to God. You try to reconcile. No matter how the person feels sinful, 
There are people that they think they have done so much evil that they cannot be accepted by God. These are the people you need to encourage them. That God says, come, come. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Oh, yeah. So this is the ministry. So when we talk about how you can make full proof of your ministry, how you can make full proof of your ministry, you may say, oh, me, I'm not a minister of state and I'm not a minister of the gospel. So I don't have a ministry. But I am showing you through the pages of the Bible that every one of us, hallelujah. Can you see that you have a ministry? And if you have a ministry, who are you? You are a minister or an ambassador, a representative. Are, are you there? Okay. So now, this is where it gets interesting. That many people did not know that they are ministers. And God expects us that wherever we are and we go, we will become the shining light to bring people back unto him. Amen. So how do you fulfill it? So the first topic we are looking at today is seek out the mystery of the will of God. Amen. What is the will of God? What is the will of God for your life? What is the purpose? Do you think that you are a mistake? Do you think that um, God doesn't have any plan for your life? No. No. Forget it. Don't ever tell yourself that God has a plan for your life. You are not a mistake. Amen. The circumstance that surrounds your birth may be very some way. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that God has not got a plan for your life. You always need to know that without a spirit, a body cannot be alive. The body without the spirit is what? Dead. And God is the only one who creates the spirit. So in the beginning, God created the spirit and Bible says he formed the body. The spirit was created by God. That's why we, when we read from Genesis, we see two accounts. God created man in his own image. And Bible says he took clay and he formed man. Do you understand? Yeah. So the one who was created is the actual you. You were created by God. Your spirit was created by God. And after he formed a body and with his nostrils, he took the spirit and put it in the body. And suddenly man became a living being. Oh. Hallelujah. Are you here? So you will never be given birth to unless God has created your spirit. So we were all created in heaven but assembled in Kailicha, Guguletu, in Parklands, in where? In Babel, in Danun, in Langa. So the assembling place in Muchacha, in Monfre, in Isi, different places where the assembling plants. Go and see Toyota Company. They are the one who created Toyota, but they have different assembling plants all over the world. BMW, they are the creators of BMW. Do you understand? Yeah. But they have different assembling plants. Go to PE, they have Benz, the assembling plant. So where you were assembled is not a problem. But who created you? Once you were a Toyota, I don't understand and I don't mind where you were assembled, you were created by Toyota. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Am I preaching to anybody? Am I talking to anybody this morning? You may have been assembled in a very unfortunate plant. But the good news is that the plant where you were assembled is not the one who created you. You were created by the, the company. Hallelujah. Are you here? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is why you should not allow your circumstance that led to your birth or the issues surrounding your birth to confuse you and to make you sad. You should rather be happy that I was created by God. God has a purpose for my life. Hallelujah. I may be coming out of a very strange circumstance. Where I'm living is not the best. I don't like the plant where I was produced. Sometimes you look at your father and your mother and say, Hey, I wish I was produced by somebody else. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tell somebody the assembling plant doesn't matter. The one who created you, hallelujah, has a purpose. He has embedded in you everything you need to succeed, everything you need to do well, everything you need to overcome and be the person that God created you. He, cre- he put that thing in you when he created you. As for the assembling plant, hey, don't worry about it. Hallelujah. Hello. Are you here? That is why you need to understand. But you see, after the fall of man, after the fall of man, something happened to God's creation. So we live and do things not according to what God has planned for us to do. That is why when Jesus came, one of the things he taught us to do is that when we pray, we should pray. In Matthew chapter 6, verse number 10, he said when we pray, we should pray. For what? Hello? Yeah, we should pray for the will. Our Father, who acts in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is. So where were you created? I said, where were you created? You were not created on earth. So in heaven, there is a creation. It's just like you have drawn a plan of a building. The architect draws a plan of a building and he goes to the municipality for approval. The municipality stamp it and approved and the masons or the bricklayers build it. They are not the creator. The creation of the building, the star, everything was by the architect. Are you here? Who builds it? The bricklayer, whoever that is not important. Whoever builds it is going to build it according to the the plan, the one. But you see, because of the fall, man has drifted, has moved away from the purpose and the plan and the, and the reason or the, the things that God will have you to do. That is why Jesus came and he taught us that pray and say, let your will be done on earth. Earth is a very wild place to be. Say, Pray and say, let your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Because in heaven, some of us, oh, you are created to sit on thrones. You are created to be a great person. But you find yourself in this tabernacle. You find yourself in this clay. 
You find yourself in this part of the world and the issues of life is turning you into who you are not. It's turning you into who you are not. And you can easily live and die and you have not started the purpose for which God created you. God did not create you to suffer. He did not create you to be sick. God had a good plan, a good intention. Even you, you give birth. And your plan for your own son or daughter is not to harm your daughter. Has anybody got a son or a daughter that you are planning that your son should be ill, should be sick, should be poor, should not do well? Even we human beings, we don't have that plan for our children. How much more will God create you and I and and have evil plans for us? No. It is because sometimes we go astray. Not sometimes, often. Often we have gone, we are on tangent. We are far from where we need to be. Am I talking to anybody? Yeah. So the most important thing to do is to seek the will of God. To be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is what I'm talking about. Seek out the mystery of the will of God. The will of God is very mysterious. It's very, very mysterious. It's very, very mysterious. The one that was amazing to me was that of Jesus. Even before he came, he prevailed as the lamb that was slain. He knew he had come to live just to die. But a time came. Peter told him, Lord, you don't need to die. Then he rebuked him. He said, Satan, get thee behind me. But a time came that he himself was talking to the father. He said, Lord, can't you make a plan? So when you find yourself on earth, you can easily become something other than God wants you to be. If it happened to Jesus, I don't know why you think that it will not happen to you. Maybe you were supposed to be an engineer, but you've become a carpenter. Maybe you were supposed to be a doctor, but you are now a lawyer. Maybe you were supposed to be a priest, a preacher, but you are now accountant. You can easily be what you are not supposed to be. And what did Jesus say? When you read uh, Matthew chapter 26, he himself went to pray for three hours. He prayed. He prayed for three good hours. Lord, let your will be done. If this cup will not, he himself, when he came, became a flesh. When the word became flesh, he prayed for the will of God to be done. So I don't know why you, who don't know what you are created for, that the enemy is also pushing you gradually from what God wants you to do. I don't know why you will not seek out the will of God. Are you here? So in Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 9. Look at this. Say we should pray that he will make known unto us the mystery of his will. According to his kind intention which he has purposed in himself. Hallelujah. So that is one of the things that we need to do. That we should 
pray, having made known unto us, we should pray that God will make known unto you. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I want God to make known unto me. The ministry of his will for my life. Hallelujah. According to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. In other words, the, the will of God for your life is a good one. And God has purposed it in himself. Amen. So when bad things are happening to you, don't be there and say, God doesn't care about me. It is not the will of God. Bad things doesn't come from God. Look at from creation. All that God made was good. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. Bad things don't come from God. Are you here? But the enemy can get you to even believe that God doesn't like you. That's why bad things happen to you. Are you here? Yeah. And I need you to know that God has a good intention for you. God has a plan for you. Amen? So when we go to, before we come back here, let me show you at the end of your life what is going to happen. How Solomon put it. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, let's read the verse number 13 and 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse number 13 and 14. Can we read it together? One, go. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be bad. Hallelujah. So this was the last uh, book that the wisest man who ever lived, Solomon, wrote. He wrote, and uh, when you read Song of Solomon, you see that he talks about love. You read Proverbs. Talks about wisdom, vices, virtue, different things. But when he was old, he wrote this. And this is the last, the very last verses. The two last verses before he ended the book. He said, you know, enough of the talking. Enough of beating around. I have spoken about love, women, men, different things. So he wrote Song of Summer when he was young. He thought that life was about those things. But when he grew, when he grew, I said, no, 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 no. Life is not about. So he wrote Proverbs and he began to talk about uh, virtue and vices and things. But when he became old, then he wrote a Christian. He said, all these things are foolishness. And when he was ending it, he summarized. He summarized that, that look, let us hear the conclusion okay. of your going to school, of your driving, of your building, of your traveling, the reason why you are doing all the things you are doing. Let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. And what is the conclusion of the matter? He said, we are supposed to fear God and to keep what? His commandment. This is part of the duties of man. Oh, sorry. This is most of the duty of man. Oh, sorry. This is what? The whole, the complete, the total duty of man. So if you think that you are alive to make money, please think again. 
Please think again. So when you come to church, I'm going to be talking about things. I will be preaching about how to be happy. You, your marriage will be nice. And, but after your marriage and all that, even in heaven, there wouldn't be marriage. Jesus said, they said they will be like the angels. So I can give you 17 ways to be happy on earth. But after 100 or 100, you will be out of this place. You are going to go to a place. You need to know the whole duty of man. Whether you have money or not. When you cross over, it doesn't matter where you stayed. It doesn't matter the, the amount of money you had at your bank. It doesn't matter where you were working. It do not matter the things you have done. On earth here, you may be famous. You may be acknowledged. But when we cross over, will you be an important person? This is the whole duty of man, to fear God. My sister, my brother, I don't know who you are, but may you fear God. Amen. May the fear of God be in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You do whatever you are doing, but let God's fear, God's place be humble towards God. Amen. Amen. And keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Hallelujah. Amen. So how do we do this? And Jesus come and show us that there is a devil over here. There's a devil over here who can actually push you away from what God wants you to do. Do you remember the devil wanted Jesus to do something else? He wanted Jesus to forget that he had come to die. He said, you should just bow and worship me and I will give you. How many have noticed that sometimes even when you read the Bible, you notice that like the prodigal son, what the father wanted him to do. That is not what he wanted for himself. You read and you see the story of the, the Jews, the Israelites. When Samuel was getting older, they said, we also want to be like the world. Make us a king. We just also want to be. But God was ruling them. God was their king. He was the king of kings. He was ruling them through the prophets. What we call theocracy. Theocracy is when God rules through a man. So that is how the Israelites were. God had to choose prophets. Hmm? Yeah. And he will rule them. This is what God is saying. So God ruled them. But they got to a point. He said, no, we don't want that. We also want to be like the world. And the first person they chose was Saul. So you can see that because of the presence of the, the Satan over here, you can even reject God. And the people of God rejected God from ruling them and they chose a man to rule them. Can you believe it? And not only that, but this is what actually happens to our individual lives. That sometimes we reject the rulership, the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we heap onto ourselves things that we don't need to. Hello? Sometimes we reject God as our Father. We reject the Lord Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And we rather heap onto, we choose somebody to be our master. And gradually we are pushed far and away from the purpose and the will of God for our lives. Amen. So if you are going to do well, and if you are going to end your life as an important person, not only here, 
but also in the life to come. Then you want to do what God created you for. Then you want to do what God has in mind. As it is in heaven. You want to build the building according to the plans that the architect drew from the beginning. There are so many buildings that by the time they finish building, it is not the same as they approved. There was supposed to be a door here. They've closed it. There was supposed to be a column, a pillar here. It is not there. They have changed. The thing is not as. Have you seen that sometimes you see the drawing? The drawing looks very nice. But when you see the actual building, say, is it the same thing? That is me and you. The drawing of our lives, so beautiful. But the actual implementation and the manifestation of the life that God has intended and planned for us is not as nice. It's not as nice. Because we need to always go back to the drawing board. We need to always check with God. Hallelujah. That is what I'm talking about. Seek out the mystery of the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. What is the will of God for you? God has a plan. You are not a mistake. Even the world does not employ people without having any work for them. The world. When you see somebody making an advert, recruitment, before they will put advert on a newspaper and begin to interview people, they have a role. They have, I mean, job description for the person they are. How much more God? How can God create you and forget the purpose for which he created you? How can God make you and forget the reason why? That is why I'm saying that you need to understand that you were created by God, but assembled on earth. Hallelujah. And God created you with a purpose and with a reason. Hallelujah. And that reason is what I'm saying that we should seek it out. We should come back to God. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. What is a mystery? A mystery is a secret that has not been revealed. So your very life is a mystery. Jackie, God has a purpose for you. But if you sit down and you don't contact God, you will not know. You will not know. You will not know the mystery of his soul concerning your life. But when you begin to talk to him, that is why when you read the Bible, you notice from Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Even when he gave us his Holy Spirit, he said the Holy Spirit will help you to pray so that my will will be done. Look at it in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Can you see it? Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth us our infirmity. For we know not how we should pray. We know not. Can you see? For we know not what we should pray for and as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. 27 said, And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Why? Because he maketh intercession for for the saint, according to the 
So when you start praying in tongues, the Spirit is saying that, Lord, let your will for whoever you are, as it is in heaven, you created her to be a pastor, to be a missionary, to be a doctor, to be an engineer. She's becoming something else. Lord, bring her into alignment. Let your purposes, your plan. She's even struggling because she's doing what you have not created her for. Lord, I'm coming. I'm bringing her. We are praying. Let your perfect will be done. How you created her life. Where she should live. What she should be doing. That is, so the spirits of God even seek out the will of God for your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I did not hear your loudest amen. Yes. Do you want to plan your own life or you want God to plan your life? Yes. The thoughts and the plans he has for you are good and not evil to bring you into an expected end. Hallelujah. Yes. May the mystery of his will be made known unto you. Yes. I say, may the mystery of his will be made known unto you. Do you know that even you, the plans you have for your son or for your daughter, often they are better than what they, if you allow them, what they will choose. Hello? Do you know that if you bring money, sweet and things to your son or your daughter and say, okay, do you want this or your, I should pay your school fees? <laughs> they will take the sweets. They don't think they want, we want something sweet to eat. Now you are talking about school fees. What is school fees? And that is me and you. We will choose marriage over the will of God. We will choose money over the will of God. We will even choose friends who will destroy our life over the will of God. Because we don't know the future. We don't know. We don't know, and sometimes we like what will even kill us. Sometimes we choose what will destroy us. Sometimes God will have to restrict you. You know how babies can cry? They are going closer to a burning uh, fire, a stove that is red, but they think that is some a color red, something nice. Then you are picking them from it, then they are crying. They are screaming. They want to roll on the floor because they want to touch that red thing. And you know, you know that it will hurt you. It will burn you. You will destroy your life. But you see the, the small boy, the small girl crying as though you are, you are denying him or her from something. Is it always that is how I see myself? I say, Lord, don't allow my cry. This my crying and shouting to disturb you. Don't be disturbed by the tantrums that I'm throwing. Just take me from what is dangerous for me. I don't even know what is dangerous to me. Do you know the future? You see a guy with a mustache and say, yes, that, he's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Because he has a mustache. Antique beer, it's nice to you. You know, you will never know how an old car will be like when it is new. When you see a new car, you will never know how it will look like when it is old. So when you see a new girl, a new boy, 
shining, gleaming. You wouldn't know how old age will look on the person. <laughs> if only you know how 15 years will look on the person, you say, hmm. If only you know. Look, one day I saw a certain man with a very huge, huge uh, wife. The man was like a deer, and the wife was like an elephant. Oh, yes. What a combination. So I was thinking that, ah. Where did the man find? But when I saw the wedding picture, the lady was slimmer than the man. The beauty! The lady was like half the man. Half! Small like that. I said, what? So, you see, when you see a beautiful girl, you will never know how... That's why That's why you need to love people for loving them. Don't say you are falling in love with her slimness. Please. Please. Make sure you love the person. So that as far as she is a Coca-Cola bottle. But she can become a Coca-Cola can. What a shock. And the man too. The man. You see them with beard, nice, moving around. Oh, sometimes when you look, five, just five years down the line, you see that you, 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 you are hopeless. Ah! How can something nice deteriorate? Weather beating is even lost focus. I noticed that, Charlie, you, you chose, but you did not choose the right one. I'm talking about things that can let you even move away from the will of God. So, number one. The will of God for your life or for your ministry is mysterious because it's unknown. Are you there? Yeah, it's mysterious because it's, it's unknown. Do you know when you will die? All of us, as we move around, our expiry dates are at our back. Only God knows. So when somebody is boasting, he says, next year, I will come and... Please, do you know when you expire? You are like tin of milk that is on, on shelf. You may be looking new, fresh, but your expiry date has passed. And even though you are not rusty, have you seen some tin milk and things in, in tin that looks fresh, but they are all expired? Yeah, God created me and you, and he knows our expiry date. Yeah. That's why it's a mystery. That's why you shouldn't go to bed planning that tomorrow you are going to do evil. You are going to sleep. Even when you sleep, you don't know what is happening. And you have planned that when you wake up, you are going to do evil. Hey, what about if you don't wake up? Mercy. Somebody say, mercy, Lord. The will of God is mysterious because it's unknown. Number two, the will of God for your life and ministry is mysterious because it's a secret. It's a secret. 
Only God knows. Are you there? It's a secret that has not been revealed. Do you know what God will do in your life? Did you know that you, you were going to be a doctor? Do you know that you were going? When you were going, you did not know, but you see that things are churning out. Things are, do you understand? You don't know, it's a secret. As you contact God and as you pray, you see that. Did you know that today you'll be sitting here? So there are a lot of secrets that God hasn't revealed. Do you know who you are going to get married to? Do you know who your children will be? Do you know whether you are going to give two birth to only uh, ladies, three ladies, or three guys? You, you, you already have an idea. My daughter will comb the hair. I will comb the hair. Then you notice that you have four boys. If you, if you joke now, you have a fifth boy. You have bought a ribbon and other things for your, the hair of your daughter. Then you see that you are having only boys. Hmm. You don't know. It's a secret. It's, you don't know. That is why some mothers reject their children because they were longing for a specific sex, a male or a female, and they have the opposite. That's like they are broken. No, never do that. Trust God to give you the best. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Yeah, that is how many people will destroy their lives. See so that you wanted a girl, but when he came, he's a boy. And you are forcing to do the boy's hair. And you are putting ribbons. So when they are growing, they become a little girlish. Yes. Oh, yes. You have contributed to her struggle in this modern day. Yeah. You wanted a boy. And she was a girl. And you were still wearing her blue and this. And that girl has become a tomboy. It's a girl, but now she doesn't wear bra. She, she has a chest now. Why? Because you, you don't know what God has for you. Hello? Yeah, you, you can be so adamant. You can be so entrenched in your own ways that you reject whatever God wants to give you. And sometimes it affects even the blessing, the gift, the children that God gives us. Because you rejected the person even before he or she was born. What a shock. What a shock. Number three. I'm trying. The will of God for your life is mystery because it is unexplained and puzzling. Are you there? And number four, the will of God for your ministry is mystery because it requires a divine revelation. Amen. How can Jesus pray? Can we go back to Matthew chapter 26? When you read from verse number 36 up to verse 46, you see that Jesus was praying. This man, he raised the dead without praying. Say, Lazarus, comfort. This man, he walked on water. He multiplied all the things he did it with ease. But when he came to the will of God, he prayed for three hours. Three hours continuous. Then came Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And said unto the disciples, sit ye here, while I go yonder and what? Pray. Okay, continue. And he took with them Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be 
sorrowful and very heavy. Continue. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will. Tell somebody, not as I will. Not as I have planned. Not my imagination. But as thou wilt. Listen carefully. The mistake that many people also do is that they don't plan anything. He said, not as I will. It means that he has a plan. But not as I have planned. But some of us, we have not planned anything. Then you are saying that, Lord, let your will be done. No. Jesus said that if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. That is my, the, my plan. My plan is that I don't need to die. But not as I have planned. Do you understand? So you need to have a plan before you ask God for his plan. That Lord, if you leave me, this is my plan. When I see the guy, oh, I'm gone. Lord, if you don't intervene me, I'm married to this guy. I'm married. He doesn't know that I, he, he has smitten me. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm not walking in love. I have fallen in love. I have hurt myself. See, when you fall in love, you hurt yourself. Everything that falls. Yeah. So instead of walking in love, you are falling in love. What a show. So you need to tell God, Lord, I have fallen in love. If it is not your will for me, then please do something about it. But the way it is, I am gone. Are you here? Maybe three people have proposed to you, but the wrong one is the one you like. Because the wrong one can wrap you. He has wraps. He comes and says, hello, baby. The, the tender doesn't even, it's not very easy for me to understand it since I met you. I've forgotten the name of my mother. Hey! hey. You, you are all I see in my dream. You know what? I will give you my heart and I will run on batteries. Hey. And, and you are there. <laughs> Look. The good ones, they don't even know how to rap. They come. They come. They you see that they are walking. They are, Hello, sister. Is everything okay? When I see you, I was, hey, something was doing me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. If you are the one, then let's go and talk to our uh, the wrong one. They don't know how to rap. They say the thing raw. But the ones, the wrong ones, even the walking, they come the way they will be walking. You see, when you see the walk, you say, yeah, that's the one, that's the one. See, 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 see how he's walking. There he's come. Hello. Then he stand there. So, then, they say, oh, what is this? Oh, something wanted to come in between us. <laughs> hey! Something wanted to come in between us. You, you like 
the vibe. This guy doesn't have his quiet time. This other one, he's always telling you what is your quiet time. He's saying scriptures. You look at this, a boring brother. He doesn't have rubs, he doesn't have. But this one that he rose, sheep Roman rule. Rose. Rose. When you look at this other, is that my love I'm seeing? <laughs> but this other one, you can't even say my love. <laughs> when you see you, say Sylvia. He doesn't have pet name. That, but you are falling in love with the wrong one. But it's about time to lift your hands and say, Lord, the way it is. If you don't tell me the right one, me, I am gone. I am gone totally. I am gone, girl. Hey, what a shock. Not only that, but in other areas. In other areas. The guys, you have this faithful friend for a long years. Decent person that you need to marry. Now, now you saw a new, fresh stranger, and I said, wow. She's the one. Something fresh, something new, something that you have not seen before. Pray about it. Pray about it. Say, Lord, what is your will for me? Amen. Amen. What is the will? God's will for your life. Maybe 10 people must go to heaven through you. Maybe through your life, an evangelist will come. Anytime I think about our own father and prophets, and I think about Sister Betty, the one who led her, led him, sorry, to receive Christ and taught him quiet time and took him to church. She may not do a lot of things. If all she did is to raise our father, oh, it's worth it. I say it's worth it. I say it's worth it. You may be the one who will bring the most anointed evangelist or an apostle or a prophet, somebody that the world will know but it will come from you that nobody knows. So can anything good come out of Nazareth? Say, come and see. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? So the will of God for your ministry is a mystery because it requires a divine revelation. So you need to wait on God. And the last one, but not the least, is that the will of God for your life is a mystery because it requires you to pray. If Jesus prayed for the will of God to be done, when you see into the Bible, you notice that there were things that Jesus taught and there were things that he did. So in Acts, the Bible said, oh, Lord, these are the treaties, the things that before Jesus, both what? Began both to do and to teach. Acts chapter 1, I think, the verse number 2. Yeah, the former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to what? Do and teach. So there were things that he did. The things that Jesus did in the Bible, they are written with black. And the things that he taught is written in red. Are you here? But can I tell you something? There were also things that he taught and he did. And one of them is the will of God. He taught us that when we pray, we should pray and say, 
our Father who art in heaven. How lowered be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen. But he came to a place that he picked what he has taught us and began to do it. And he prayed, Lord, not as I will, but as thy will. If this cup will not, for three hours, he prayed. He prayed for the will of God to be done. Amen. So I see you seeking the will of God for your life. Whatever God has for you, you will fulfill it in your lifetime. In the name of Jesus, you will not end up in heaven without your accomplishments. You will not end up in heaven without your achievements. Whatever God has ordained for you to fulfill, I prophesy and declare that God will help you. He will enable you. He will strengthen you. He will give you the grace and what it takes for you to fulfill every one of it. I see you fulfilling the will of God for your life. I see the will of God for your life being done. And remember, his will is better than your plans. Remember, his will is not evil. His thought towards you, they are not evil, but good to bring you into an expected end. Whatever plans you have, we thank God for it. But seek the will of God. Seek the mystery of his will. Seek the mystery of his purpose. Whatever he has said to you, I see him strengthening you and helping you to do it. May his will be done in your life. May his will be done in your children. May the will of God be done in your education. Even your choices, may the will of God be done. May the ministry of his will, where you will stay, who you will marry, concerning your children, whatever, the company you will work in, I pray that every one of it will be fulfilled. You are not a mistake. I said you are not a mistake. You are created by God. And I see God causing you to fulfill his very will for your life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet. Stand wherever you are just for a short, maybe 30 seconds or a minute. You want to lift your hands and lift your voice and call on God. Lord, I pray let your will be done in my life. I pray let your will be done. As it is in heaven, let it be done. Let it be done on earth. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your will, Lord. Your will, Lord. Somebody call on him and say, Lord, your plans for me are better than my plans for my life. You know the end of my life. You created me. You know, you know, you know me more than I know myself. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we bless you. Close your eyes wherever you are. If you are here this afternoon and you want to give your life to Jesus, that is how it starts. If any man be in Christ, you want to be in Christ. Bible says all the old things will pass away. All things will become new. Then the ministry of reconciliation will be committed unto you. Kele Bahatandeli Maha. 
Loma Sante Lima Ande Ande. I pray for everyone here, Lord. May we live your, your purpose. May we fulfill your very will for our lives. May we live every one of it in our lifetime before we exit into glory. May we fulfill and finish all that you have for us. We ask this. We pray for this in the name of Jesus. You want to be born again. Say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I don't even understand, but this is how it begins. By receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So that his blood will wash you. So that his blood will wash you. And your name will be in the book of life. If this is what you are saying, stand wherever you are and lift only your right hand. Lift only your right hand. Lift it high above your head. Lift it. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I don't want to go to hell. I want to be in heaven when this life is over. I want to pray with you. Now with your hands lifted, I need you to move and come to me. Move and come to me. My sister, come. My brother, come. Come. From the back. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. God bless you, my sister. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. With your hands lifted. Yes. Come. 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 Your life will never be the same again. Oh, yes. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. God bless you. You are coming out to Jesus. Come from the back. Don't look at the person on your left or right. It's about you. It's about you. It's about you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Quickly, come. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. That is the reason why God brought you here this morning. God bless you. God brought you here. So your life will be saved. God brought you here to save your life. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. people here you want to do it another time you want to say pastor can i do it next week or no do you know what this is the time that god has given us this is the time there are people who are living and when they miss the opportunity to be born again they are still alive but they are not born again salvation is a door when it opens you need to enter if not you may be alive but you will never have the same opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Come, my brother. Come from there. Come. I'm waiting for you. God bless you. Come. Come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Your heart is beating. Should I do it today? You are the one I'm talking to. May the Lord touch your heart. May the Lord touch your heart. Move and come. Move and come, my sister. Move and come, my brother. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. Wherever you are, move and come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Come. I'm waiting for you. 
I'm waiting for you. If you are not sure of your salvation, perhaps you were once born again, but things have happened. You want to rededicate your life. Move and come quickly. I'm waiting for you. Move and come. Hallelujah. Those of us in front, please lift your two hands to the Lord and close your eyes with me and say this prayer after me. It's your prayer you are saying. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I am sorry for all my mistakes from this moment. Lord Jesus, I repent of all my sins and I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Please wash me and cleanse me with your blood. From today, from today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. From today, I will come to you. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Let everybody in the congregation lift your hand also and pray this prayer. Say, say, say with me as they are praying. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I rededicate my life to your purpose. Let your purpose, your will for my life that is in heaven, let it be done in my life here on earth. Lord Jesus, help me to live for you. Help me to do your will in the name of Jesus. And say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. Therefore, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus. I will follow Jesus. I belong to God. And I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your dear ones. We lift them to you and we pray with them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will appear to them. Every sickness, every pain, every case, every condition that the enemy has inflicted upon their life is rebuked now in the name of Jesus. I ask for your freedom, your liberty to be their portion. Fill them with your love with your grace and let them love you. Let them walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, look at me. This that you have done is the best decision you've taken all your life. The decision to go to school, 
made us able to write and to read. The decision to work put food on our table. But the decision you've taken this afternoon to be born again will take us one day to heaven. You will never regret it. Amen. Okay, so we have a gift for you, a, a book that will help you. It's called Born Again from our Father and Prophet. Born Again. It will help you to know who is born again, what has happened to you as you are born again, and you will grow in your faith. Amen. So I want you to go with our brothers uh, who are standing there. They are going to pray with you. Write your name and you will never be the same. Please let's follow them. Oh, you can do better. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. The rest of us, let us pray. I want you to put your hand on your hearts and tell the Lord, the Lord, I resign from my own ways. I resign from my own plans. Whatever I am doing that you are not in this, this is the end. I need your will. I need the ministry of your will. Help me to pray, to call on you that your will, your perfect will for my life will be done on earth as you have it in heaven. Just a short uh, prayer. Pray. Go ahead. Father, this is our prayer. Let every one of us live our full life to fulfill your purpose, that the ministry of your will will be revealed unto us. We thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.